Hello, this is Nancy Ray, your host for the Rebel Haven podcast, a show designed to inspire, educate, and empower our community of entrepreneurs that think differently. For as in the words of the great and late Steve Jobs, the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I have a dream that one day, it's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hello and welcome my fellow Rebels. This is your host, Nancy Ray, and in today's podcast, I'm going to be teaching you guys about the yes and concept. And this truly is, when you utilize this tool, the key to unlocking the door to endless possibilities when it comes to coming up with any type of solution, creative marketing plan, or idea, literally on the planet, is the tool, the foundation to really epic brainstorming. So the first time I actually heard of the yes and concept, oh, really quickly, I want to mention this also really does impact your relationships. So this is a momentum building tool. And when you utilize this in even just social interactions, like kidding around, joking, playful energy, you can build energy and connectedness versus breaking it down and having it get awkward or weird. Okay. So I'm also going to be bringing this into our relationships. You're going to love this yes and concept. So the first time I heard about yes and was actually my sophomore year, actually my freshman year of college. And I was taking uh, just a theater 101 class and I love theater and I had done theater all through high school. I, I also played sports and did debate, but in the spring when I did not have a sport, because I did not like track at all, (laughs) I would do musical theater. And I loved theater. So I was always really actively engaged in the drama program in my high school. And one of the things we would do in drama class is we would do impromptu or improv, right? So this is where there's lots of different improv games, but basically you would get up in front of the classroom and you would on the spot act out a scene or sometimes you're given a word or sometimes they throw in an invisible ball at you and you impromptu, you make up on the spot. Basically, this was my dream thing to do because I'm like the queen of BSing my way through stuff, right? Of just like coming up with stuff on the spot in the moment. I loved it. But even through all four years of high school doing theater, I never heard of the yes and concept. And when I went to college, this was a game changer for me. So I remember we were doing an impromptu game. It was the very first day of class. So I was terrified. First day of college. I'm totally freaking out, which also really plays into why I didn't utilize yes and, even though I didn't know what it was. So the game was they were passing around a box. And what we were meant to do was to make up or envision something coming out of the box. So we would reach in the box and we'd pull something out. And again, the box is empty, right? And we'd pretend. Some people would pretend it was a pogo stick. Some people would pretend it was a gun or a balloon or, I mean, the list goes on and on, right? And the box came around to me and I pretended that the box was empty. Now, again, you can pretend that the box is empty. I acted like it was empty, even though it was empty, but I was very theatrical and funny and we were meant to be silent during this, but it was fine and I passed the box on. But what I basically did was I said no to the game. Then later in the class, we were up doing a partner 
well, basically it's called freeze tag. So what would happen is one person is acting out a scene and the other person is acting out with them and they're, you know, interacting, they're pretending like anything could be happening, right? Like there's a a tornado coming or whatever. And someone in the audience, someone who's also participating would scream from the audience, freeze, and then they would go in and tap one of the people out and then assume their position and change the scene, start completely over a new scene, right? So this is really, really fun and really, really funny. So next up, we're playing that game. And again, I'm nervous. It's my first day of college. So I'm feeling kind of insecure and weird and awkward and whatever. And I'm there with a lot of older students who, so the class was composed, like we had student aides that were also there, people who'd been in theater for a while. And they're on the stage and I say freeze and I run, it's my turn and I get in the scene and immediately the person across from me was like, uh, oh, I, I started the scene, that's right. So I tag in, I start the scene and I was like, wow, look at this. What is this box? Where did this come from? And they're like, oh, wow. And they open it up, they're pretending, right? Acting, they open it up and they're like, oh, I think it's a bomb, right? And they say, I think it's a bomb. And I look at them and I go, no, it's not a bomb. And I didn't say yes again. All right. So in that moment, um, my professor stopped us and he came up on the stage and this is when he introduced us to the yes and concept. And this changed everything for me. He said, when you're acting, when you're on stage, you're impromptu, you have no script, you have no guarantee of what's going to happen. And it's like, you're both up here in front of everybody kind of naked and you get to have each other's back when you're up here. Now, even if you don't like the direction of the scene, you want to change it or you have a different idea than them. The way you change it is with yes. And when you say no in a scene, when you say no to their idea, now that doesn't mean you couldn't be in a scene acting and they're like, Hey, come on, you have to come with me. You can still say no. I mean, that's part of the scene. The way you're saying no is to saying yes to acting and pretending the scene's happening. What he was talking about is what would happen is the other actor or actress would envision and pretend something was going on and they would act it and then I would say no to it and I would stop the fantasy. I would stop the story. I would stop the whole scene by saying no to what they were imagining. I hope you guys are following this concept. It's huge. So instead, if I wanted to change the scene, where clearly we're going to be having a scene where I'm going to be trying to defuse a bomb or something. And I would rather have the scene be about something else in that moment of the other partner saying, ah, it's a bomb. I would say, yes. Oh my gosh, I think it is a bomb. And then I would play into the scene and then I would go, wait, wait, do you hear that? And then I could lean in and I could say, I don't know if it's a bomb. I think it might be ah, it's a robot, right? And I'd start screaming. And then my partner to again, back me up would say, yes. And his arm's a bomb, right? If they wanted it to be a bomb. So do you see how, when you say yes, and you keep the momentum of the scene going, you keep it happening and the energy building and the other person feels backed up. This is something I've learned in my coaching. This is something I've learned in um, my experiences of being very tactless online in in my early days. And um, once in a while, when I get clickbait, clickbait for me is when there's a discussion happening and I see something going on energetically that I want to talk about or discuss, but that really has nothing to do with the opinions that are being shared. And, and I jump in and I share in a way that is not helpful. And instead it creates animosity and 
um, people getting defensive and not listening. So, um, in one of the future podcasts, we're going to be talking about tact <laughs> when it comes to discussing and um, basically arguing or debate and how to have tact in those situations so that you're more likely to come to a beautiful agreement with someone where maybe some of your opinions change, maybe some of theirs change, but where it's actually possible to win people over to your side. So that is coming. So watch for that in later episodes. But what I've learned is to say yes and. So when someone says, Oh, I'm going to come up with something right on the spot. This is what I'm doing. Totally BSing. So let's say someone posts online and they say, today is, is the coldest, most horrid day ever. And maybe it's not the coldest day. Maybe it's like 57 degrees outside with a wind chill, right? Instead of being like, no, it's not the coldest day. No, right? Which energetically messes up their ability to express. I could say, yes, my toes are falling off right? Yes. My toes are falling off. And do you remember last spring when we had that negative five degree day and everything, it was so cold that you, the minute you breathed out, it would like turn to ice and fall to the ground. Right? So do you see how I can still say yes to what they're saying? And also in a subtle way, be like, actually it's not the coldest day ever. But I mean, in that case, that's a silly example. Cause why would I even need to do that? Cause clearly they're just over exaggerating for fun whatever. Right. So, but I'm wanting you to see how the yes and concept works. Now let's bring this to business. Let's bring this to brainstorming. Let's bring this full circle. Actually, before we do that really quickly, one more thing in relationships, I have seen this in relationships when people are trying to joke and play. Now it's important to know that you're always, you always have permission to, to state a boundary. If you're feeling uncomfortable with the way someone is being sarcastic or teasing or playfully bantering with you, you can absolutely set a boundary. And we're going to talk about this later on ways that are very skilled and articulate that you can set boundaries that don't, um, make the other person feel terrible. Again, we can't make anyone feel anything right, but that can hold a space for them to feel stand corrected. Like, Oh, okay. I get that's your boundary without making it this big, huge, awkward, explosive thing where we're reacting from the anger or the hurt or the boundary violation. And it's really emotively um, charged where we can actually respond instead of react. So we'll be again, discussing all this stuff at a later time, back to humor, back to joking. Um, I have been interacting with some friends lately that are new in my space and There are times when I've noticed one friend in particular does not really get yes and when it comes to playful banter, okay? So this is, again, it's just about the scene. It's about the scene continuing to move. It's about it having momentum. It's about saying yes to the people in your space. And then when you say and, inserting what else it is that you would like or how else you'd like to shift it. So an example would be joking around with somebody and playfully pretending like something's going on that's maybe not going on, right? So um, I actually have a really good example of this with um, my kid's dad. We were joking around the other day and um, <laughs> I was I was just like being a, like a tease, right? I was just being a little poltergeist and um, he, he said something like, put that here or, or grab this out of the pantry or something. And I was like, oh yeah, are you going to make me, you know, or make me right? Like, like bantering, totally teasing, right? Like poking the beast, being silly. And he immediately went serious and was like, no, I'm not going to make you do anything. <laughs> and I was like, awkward, right? Cause I'm joking. I'm clearly joking. 
right? So even if he's clearly not going to make me get something out of the pantry, to keep the energy going, to say yes to my vibration, to say yes to the expression of whatever playful energy I'm bringing. And again, to say yes to someone does not mean you're saying yes to them in your space. You can say yes and affirm their existence and affirm wherever they're at in their life and their expression without having to um, allow them to be in your space or violate your boundaries, right? So he could say something like a way of saying yes and to that would be like, are you sure you want me to make you? Are you sure? Right. You see how he's like playing into that. And it would probably have just sort of fizzled out, right? Like I would have just gone and got whatever it was out of the pantry. Right. So he doesn't actually have to like feed the humor, but instead of being like, no, and getting really serious. So you feel how that energetically is really weird. And again, I want to remind you and point out to you when I was in theater class and I was saying, no, that wasn't my typical go-to right? All through high school, I did theater. I was just really uncomfortable and I was awkward. So when I was in that space, my defense mechanism was no. And oftentimes when you are interacting with people and they're doing this and they're saying no, um, it's an energetic no. Again, it's not just about the words. It's an energy of no, there's some sort of fear there. So I'm going to bring this into business now. So looking at brainstorming, this is a common thing that we do in business to come up with really epic, creative new products, services, marketing ideas, collabs, whatever it is, right? So for example, if I was putting together, let's say I was going to put together a full day workshop and I'm collaborating with another, um, like a coach or a strategist, or even like just a marketing, like a Facebook marketing company or something. And we're collaborating and we're putting together ideas for like the food and for the name of the event and topics and etc. So let's say I get really amped up and I'm really excited and I'm working with my friend, uh, that, that runs this company. Let's say her name is Susie. So Susie and I are planning this event and I am lit and I get hit with this sudden like flood of exciting ideas. And this is very common, right? When you're brainstorming with people, it's like inspiration jumps from person to person, right? And you'll see someone just get like so lit and so excited because something about something someone said hits a nerve or gives them ideas and they'll just start spewing and flooding ideas, right? So this is what's happening. So say I'm spewing ideas. I'm super excited. Let's say I'm emailing her. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. Or what about this? Or what about this? And again, right, when you're brainstorming, nine out of 10 of the ideas you never, ever use. (laughs) I have had so many brilliant ideas and courses and programs that I didn't use, right? I I picked one of all the brilliant ideas that made sense as the next move at the time that I intuited and I moved forward with it. So again, I'm excited and I'm spewing all these ideas and I'm just like, it's like a, a big throw up excitement email of just ideas. And the intention is I'll throw all these ideas out there and maybe something will ping her, get her excited, and then she'll come back with other ideas. And it's a, a momentum building exercise, just like a scene in theater, just like a drama impromptu scene, an improv scene. Okay. So I'm throwing these ideas out. I'm so excited. Now let's pretend that she emails me back and says something that energetically says no, like, well, there's a lot to consider with this. We get to get some boundaries in place or something like that. That's sort of energetically no. What could happen is yes. And there's so many possibilities. I'm so excited to discuss this with you. One of the first things I want to do is set our intentions. So do you see how she's saying yes to the flood of ideas that's coming through me? 
and allowing the energy to keep flowing while still asserting her intention, what she wants to have happen. Because what happens in someone, so let's say I'm spewing all these ideas and one of the ideas is dumb, okay? This happens. Like one of the ideas is so dumb, like it's a definite no way that we're doing that. But what happens is that idea triggers the other person. They're so afraid. Oh my gosh, if that idea happens, this is going to be terrible, terrible. I'm going to be embarrassed. Nobody's going to come. It's going to flop, blah, blah, blah. And they get so triggered in their fear that they say no and they cut it off. But when you say no to the flow of ideas and energy, when you say no to it, it stops. So we get to do in these situations, and I'm going to use a really funny example. When it was time to name my daughter, well, I was still pregnant with her. So I already knew what her name was going to be because I actually had a really cool dream where she came and told me, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a girl and this is my name, blah, blah, blah. But because her name, which is now Sapphire, was such a outside of the box name for us at the time, I was like, there's no way I'm naming my kid after a gemstone. It's not happening. I'm not one of those crazy woo woo hippie gypsies moms, but I am so that mom. Like I just am. Um, I was like, there's no way I'm doing that. Um, we were brainstorming name ideas. So we're in the car and we're driving. We have a four hour drive. We're going home to visit family for a holiday experience and we're brainstorming ideas. Now we both knew and understood this concept because I had learned it in college and I applied it to freaking everything because I could see energetically what would happen when people would enter, like vibrationally cut someone off with no No, no, no. And again, I'm not referring to healthy boundaries. I'm referring to saying no to their energy, no to their passion, no to their excitement, no to their ideas, no to their humor. I saw what happened. And again, when you say yes and, you can take that energy and channel it. This is something, as I'm even talking to you right now, I'm realizing I get to do this with my kids even better. There are certain spans of time in the day where I have energetic boundaries of the type of energy in my house. So like before 7.30 a.m., my intention and my boundary is it is um, calm energy. I have the lights dim low. I have candles lit. I have soft music playing. This is me gearing up into my day. I've been up since five. I've done a workout. I've been doing my meditation. I've been doing my studying. And when they wake up, I want it to be this beautiful, gentle, calming waking as the sun is rising. And then when the sun's blazing in the air, okay, be wild, be wild, be wild, be wild. And what I'm realizing is that at times when I feel them violating like a calm moment, especially at bedtime, like, oh, it's calm energy time. And I have my daughter screaming at the top of her lungs in that moment, rather than saying like no to her energy and her expression, it could be channeling it. Right. So that would look something like, like, sweetheart, I'm so happy you're excited. If you want to be this loud, you get to go in the backyard. Right. So I'm redirecting. I'm not saying, no, that can't ever happen, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to redirect and create a space where that can happen. And you can absolutely do that with your boundaries. So back to brainstorming in the car. My husband knew this concept because I was big on it and applied it to everything. So as we brainstormed, I remember saying to him, now, no idea is a bad idea because it could possibly trigger other ideas and go. And we went back and forth, back and forth, coming up with the craziest, coolest names, And I'm going to be honest with you. One of the names that was shouted out to name my beautiful baby girl was fence post. That is right. As we were driving down the freeway in the middle of Montana, the name fence post was suggested as a name for my daughter. Now, again, hilarious. I would never name my kid fence post, right? Never say never, but come on, right? 
But because nowhere did I or my husband energetically say no, ideas were able to continue to flow. So the way we get to apply this, first of all, in our relationship is find ways to say yes. Yes to someone's expression. Yes to their humor. Yes to whatever their experience is right now. Validate what they're going through. Even if you see that they're doing it to themselves, (laughs) they keep recreating the same drama. Say yes to validating the experience. And also at the same time, then you can say yes and Yes, and that is the magical juju. When you're going into any sort of brainstorming space, when you're creating the epic cocoon for the next level idea, that crazy off the wall thing that is going to take you to the next level, remember yes, and it's essential. You allow all ideas, there's no bad ideas. Everyone's throwing out ideas because the truth is the idea fence post could make me think of barbed wire, which could make me think of chains, which could make me think of, again, I have no idea where this is going, right? Could make me think of chains, which could make me think of necklace. And then I could yell pendant. And then he could yell, uh, lock it. And then I could yell gemstone. And then he could yell gem. And then I, I mean, someone, I bet there's someone out there named gem, right? Their middle name maybe, or their first name, right? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, When you say yes and, momentum can build, ideas can keep flooding, but you get to watch your fear. If you're afraid of your kid being named fence post, the minute that someone says fence post, you're going to say no to it. Duh, of course she's not going to be named fence post. I knew that the minute that Tyson said it, but I did not worry that that was going to happen just because it was said. Allow ideas to flood through. I allow, allow all of that, get it all down on paper. And then once all the ideas are out there and you feel like you've purged them all from your brain, then you can go back and look at the ideas and go and see if you could actually make them work. Like, well, how could we make that work? It, you know, what would that look like? And then going, that nah, doesn't feel like a fit. And, and, and then you exit off, then you move on. Applying yes and is going to be shifting so much for you in your relationships and in your life in general and definitely in your business. And that concludes today's episode of Yes and the Door to Endless Possibilities. Remember, whatever it is that you're dreaming of, whatever your vision is, it is absolutely yes, 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 totally and completely possible.